0: Alright, good morning, uh, afternoon, or night, or whatever time you are listening to this. Um, Today's podcast isn't going to really revolve around a specific topic. It may. I don't know. We're just going to kind of go off the dome and see what happens. So yesterday, I had a lot of experiences that I wanted to uh, write about, but unfortunately, I didn't have the energy to write about it yesterday. I was feeling so tired at the end of the day, but then for some reason I stayed up to one. But I was feeling so tired at that moment of writing that I was like, I'm not going to do this. So I kind of just wrote briefly what I wanted to talk about. And then I was like, yeah, I'll explain it more tomorrow. But then now I woke up today and it felt kind of like a burden to have to sit down and write down everything. So I was like, why not just turn it into a podcast, just talk about it, and then just put that in my Like journal so I can remember to look back on it. Um, One thing that I'm trying to do this year is really um, write a lot of notes, make a lot of observations, write about my experiences so that I can look back on this and see kind of where I've grown from. And also it's kind of just cool to look back on like past stories and kind of read them again and relive them. And so I wanted to do that because I enjoy like my memories and my experiences with people and I really want to be able to kind of relive that sometimes and kind of like visualize oh yeah that's what happened that's what happened you know what I mean as opposed to kind of just like I vaguely remember a few things um and so yeah rather than writing this one today I decided to just record it which I think is a good thing because I think I could use both of these as a means of um documenting kind of this season um, I felt called by God to, first of all, my I feel like my word for this season is embrace. And so I feel like called by God to kind of embrace this season as one that is um, more geared toward me learning as opposed to me teaching. So I always, you know, get in this mindset of wanting to be a leader wanting to be a teacher wanting to share the good news of God with other people wanting to preach and wanting to teach others about his word and that is so important and that's so powerful and it's much needed but as of right now in this season first of all this season is not very conducive to that being that we are in the midst of a pandemic there's nothing really that will allow me to like participate in that um And so I was like, okay, well, you know, I mean, why not just take this season as a season to observe and reflect and experience and learn and practice. And so those have kind of been the few things that I really wanted to dedicate myself to this season. Although every now and then, like it's only day five of (laughs) day five of being in this season. But um, already I feel myself sometimes jumping into this whole thing of wanting to, do more and wanting to be more and wanting to have more and wanting to see more and it's like okay but i need to like focus and dedicate myself to what god has really called me to do this season. So yeah, um before we begin, i'm just going to go ahead and jump into a prayer. I do feel like i'm a little bit frazzled-dazzled today, so i'm just going to go ahead and jump in and then we will get started. So dear lord, thank you for bringing us here today. God, i i ask that you Allow us to just see your face, God, and to have a renewed motivation and passion to seek you, God. I pray that out of this reflection and out of this podcast that you give me the revelation that I need to encourage me to draw closer to you, God. I also pray that if this revelation is uh, needed for anyone else, that they are able to receive it, God, in a way that truly restores their faith and their trust and their love for you, Um, And I just ask that out of this, God, you help me to experience you in a deeper way and to be able to learn from everything that I'm observing. Um, I praise you and I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So let's get started. Basically, I started off. So I'm just going to read a little bit of what I wrote yesterday. So I said today was a beautiful day. It started off kind of sluggish. But then after ordering my textbooks, Kamari and I got on the phone and had a much needed talk it was beautiful and wonderful it was really amazing okay so let me just explain I got up that morning yesterday morning and I initially like right off the bat got on my phone and started going on Instagram and I was checking all my messages and all that stuff like that and so I feel like that kind of put me in a weird mood for the day because I not for the whole day but for that period of time because that was the first thing that i ingested it's like waking up the morning and the first thing you eat is like a bowl of sugar like that's not gonna help you get prepared for the day and so i didn't um really i consumed a lot of it and i didn't really like like section it off i kind of just jumped right in and was like okay consuming all of it once again and there was nothing bad to consume really everything that i was consuming Was like fairly good, um, but it was still a lot and it was still something that I shouldn't have consumed first thing in the morning. And so I just realized that I want to do better about making sure that I'm not waking up first thing in the morning going on my phone, um, which is kind of difficult when your alarm clock is your phone. So I'm probably gonna look into, like, I don't know, maybe getting a different alarm clock. I think they're only like 10 or 12 dollars, but I think that's something I would like to uh put some money towards because. I don't know. I just I don't like the feeling of getting up. And the first thing I'm getting on is my phone. You know, Um, I like to kind of like wake myself up, like get myself up naturally, start brushing my teeth, washing my face and then, you know, hit my devotion time. And so I don't know. And then I did that again today. And it's kind of just like I hope it doesn't become a pattern. So I'm going to actively push against this. so It doesn't become a pattern, Um, especially since school is starting next week. And I'm definitely going to need that devotion time to get through all of the tough things that school is going to bring. So anywho, um, I ordered my textbooks, which ended up being great. I was able to get all the textbooks that I needed. Hopefully they ship on time as well, because it says four to seven business days. But I start school next Monday. So I'm like, Ooh, I don't know, but it better come on time. Um, and so, yeah, then after ordering my textbooks, I kind of came outside for a little bit and I was thinking of working in the garden. Um, like, you know, we have to prepare the soil and stuff like that for all of the plants that we're going to plant upcoming and so I watered all the plants that were on the patio but then I got outside and I was like oh I don't really feel like doing this and so I didn't use the hoe and like you know we get up all the weeds and stuff like that um and so after that I was kind of feeling like frazzle dazzled then as well and so after that I just came back in and then I was like you know what? let me call Kamari so we can have like an early start to our day we already both knew that we wanted to call and talk because we had like previously been talking and saying that we wanted to pray together and kind of like get back um, in alignment and like get back to being one in spirit because we were feeling kind of like a little bit of a shift and it wasn't like a like a huge dissonance like a huge disagreement it was just like a tiny little shift that kind of altered each of our interactions and made it seem a little bit like tense you know what I mean and I don't really know how to describe it but that's how it felt and it was just really like awkward and kind of weird and it it wasn't feeling good it wasn't feeling refreshing and so we had a really long conversation about that and it was amazing and honestly each and every day I do just thank God more and more for the relationship that he gave me through her and I just really appreciate it I mean I've literally never had a friend like her before and so all of this is new territory for me and for her and we're both just learning as we go along um, learning more about each other learning more about ourselves, learning more about God. And I think it's really cool, uh, just the dynamic of our relationship, that we are continuously growing together. Um, And I think that's dope. So let me go into the notes that I took from our, what's it called? Because, see, what happened was when we got on the phone, which I really like this, we got on the phone and Kamari had like the list of things that she wanted to talk about, which I really appreciate because that shows me that not only was I thinking about and reflecting on the interactions that we were having, but also she was thinking about it and reflecting on it and writing things down. And she wrote a lot of things down that I felt like were so, like, powerful. And I don't remember everything that she wrote down. I probably should have asked her for her notes, too. But I I didn't um, write everything that she wrote down. Um, but it was just so cool to, like, have her like go through that list and then me being like yeah that is true and to see how much she really was learning about me and how much she really knows about me and then for her to kind of see how much like um, she knows about herself and as she's reflecting she's kind of gathering all that information and tying it into like what this means for us as as best friends Um and so yeah one thing that we were talking about was just this aspect of relationship, being that relation, like relationships are a lot of work, right? And I mean, everybody always says, yeah, relationships are a lot of work, but a lot of times we get into them with this fantastical idea that this person is just going to complete me. They're going to know me. They're going to be everything that I need all in one. Um, and I typically have that fantastical idea as well because sometimes it's so easy to slip into especially since that is the natural desire of our heart but that's also what the world continuously perpetuates and continuously tells that narrative that your best friend or that your husband or your wife or your spouse is supposed to complete you is supposed to fill you up is supposed to be your all and your everything and that's not always true and it's never true actually it's not is never true. That is never true because only God can completely complete you. Only God can fill you up. Only God can be your everything because he is everything and only he truly knows you. And so for us to expect that from mere men like mortals, like what? That doesn't make that doesn't make any sense. We can't expect that from each other because we ourselves don't even uphold that. And so basically we were just talking about how and we came to the conclusion that our friendship is at the point where we're past that infatuation stage. Like, we are li- we've are, we literally only been friends, like, I think, maybe a, a full year. Coming up on us on two years. But we've only been friends, really, for, like, a full year. And so, we are past that stage where we're both, like, oh my gosh, this is my best friend. I love her so much. Everything she says, I agree with. Everything I say, she agrees with. Like, we're past that infatuation stage of realizing... Like how much we have in common. Now we're at the point where we're like, okay, and we're starting to see the things because we're learning more about each other and we're so close that we're starting to see the things about each other that really kind of irritates us sometimes, or things that may be different that aren't necessarily bad, but that we just don't like know how to handle because we've never had to handle that before. And so we just talked about a lot of things that would continue to allow our relationship to grow. I'm sorry for that beeping in the background. I don't know what this dude is doing, but he just, he's doing his job. That's what he's doing. <laughs> um, But yeah, we were just talking about how, you know, once you get past that infatuation stage, past that beginning stage of the relationship, now you're in the part where it's going to take work to keep this up. It's going to take patience. It's going to take love. And it's going to take both of us growing as individuals and as a collective to truly develop that relationship. And so we talked about basically saying these are the notes that I took for myself because these are the things that I wanted to pr- improve on my on myself was just being more honest and open when someone does something that offends me or makes me feel upset. I'm already very honest and open about those things, but meeting more being more directly honest. If it's somebody that I'm not super close with, um I have no problem immediately letting them know that I am offended by that thing or letting them know that I did not appreciate that thing. But if it's somebody that I'm super close with, I always hesitate and I overthink it because I'm always feeling like I'm overreacting. So rather than immediately saying, "Hey, I didn't like that" or "That offended me" or "I feel this type of way," um let me know like, you know, what were your intentions behind saying that or so whatever, whatever. I always feel like somebody is like when when I'm super close with someone, I always feel like it's going to ruin the relationship if I speak up because maybe it isn't that and then it will turn it into that. Like maybe they didn't intend to hurt my feelings, but now that I said something, it is turning into us hurting each other's feelings. I don't know, but it's just always this factor of me hesitating because I just don't want to um, be overreacting when it comes to those whom I'm closest with. But I think that being honest and open with Sharing my feelings is something that's so important to do in the moment. Um, Maybe not that exact moment, but maybe just that day or that next day rather than letting all of these offenses pile up. Because then I keep every time someone that's like same person will offend me over and over again. And I'll just let it pile up and pile up and pile up rather than speak up about it and then forgive them. I just let it continue piling up and then I start getting like feeling like burdened or, or dragged down and so you know I just recognize that like that's something that I would like to work on is being more honest and open in the moment um and then also I wanted to make sure that and this is something Kamari kept repeating a lot was basically how we receive like I think that it's not an issue of us like not loving each other because we do love each other we love each other so much but it's the way that we receive perspectives or the way that we receive opposing ideas um is sometimes a little bit like what causes that little friction and tension and I know personally for me sometimes when people present other perspectives or other ideas or like just things that are different from my opinions sometimes I do feel like personally attacked And it's not a personal attack. It's not meant to try to say or discredit me, but it's just genuinely them presenting a different idea. And that's one thing that Kamari brought up to me was that, like, she was talking about how she just genuinely presents the ideas. She's not trying to argue with me. She's just trying to present a different perspective. And me, I'm over here thinking it's arguing. And so that miscommunication in how I'm receiving it, not knowing her intentions or her true, like, purposes behind doing that causes me to receive it in a wrong way and then by me receiving it as if it was a disagreement or a debate now every time she does that I'm thinking it's a debate or a disagreement when it's not and so that was just a very interesting uh, kind of pivotal point of thinking for both of us because honestly in all of my relationships I've never really thought about that before and so yeah then also just I'm going to just jump Boop, 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 boop. To mm-hmm. another thing. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Where is my next note? Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and go to these other notes about still growing individually. Da, 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 da. Okay, I don't really want to talk about that anymore because we already covered all that yesterday. But what I do want to talk about is basically this whole idea of just relationships in general and kind of that the world perpetuates this narrative that your friends or that your significant other or that your spouse's they need to know you and they need to complete you and they need to fill you up, right? And I feel like that is an entirely wrong narrative because no one can fill us up. No one can complete us and no one can truly know us as God knows us. And so to be expecting that from someone is really a burden of responsibility on them. But then it's also kind of this false hope and this false expectations in and of ourselves. And so I realized that with me and Kamari, I was in a way expecting her to complete me not branching off and allowing other like relationships to fill other aspects i was just expecting her to be the full like okay i i just go to her as my one friend as opposed to branching out and having other friends and i think some of that stems from being in the midst of a pandemic because i am typically a social person so i love interacting with other people talking with other people getting close to other people but because we can't be in person anymore which is what i prefer it it's all virtual and so that's a, another like layer of having to you know actually be intentional in pursuing my friendships I can't just go to school and see them and be like oh hey and then talk to them now it's like I have to actually put in the effort and call them and set aside the time and carve out the time to actually talk with them and so I think that's a testament to our relationships in the future and I think it's really cool that Kamari and I are experiencing this now because a lot of what we were saying made me think of our relationship with God and it also made me think of our relationship in the future with our husbands and I realized that there's going to be a point where you are just no longer infatuated with that person that whole aspect of like that newly like newly into the relationship like the energy and the passion that stems from that like there's going to be a point where that's going to stop because it's going to get old and you're going to be like, okay, you know, now we're a year into this relationship and it doesn't mean that, oh, I don't love them anymore. I don't feel the love anymore. If that's truly what you're basing your relationship off of only that, quote unquote, feeling of love, which is really just a feeling of infatuation or a feeling of uh, passion or admiration for that person, then Your relationship is based off of nothing and then you are going to stop feeling that at some point it doesn't mean you're gonna stop feeling love because love is not that love is not infatuation love is love love is god right god is love and he doesn't just get infatuated with people and then just okay you know what i mean like that period of infatuation is going to go away at some point in time and i feel like sometimes we try to hold on to that or when that goes away we start thinking oh i'm losing my best friend or i'm losing my husband or I'm losing my spouse and it's like no it's just now you have to put in that work to remain faithful to each other even when you're no longer like super enthralled with one another and it doesn't mean that you don't love each other anymore it's just a new stage in your relationship and I thought it was cool that we're learning that now because that's going to be so important when we get husbands and stuff like that especially how we tackled this problem by talking to each other about it by both of us reflecting on ourselves as individuals and then by both of us um praying together that is definitely like going to be so important when we get husbands because if you think about it like every relationship that that kind of like fails is because the people don't know who they are as an individual they don't grow as an individual and then they don't aren't accommodating for that other person's individuality They're expecting for both of them to conform into one person. No, that's not how that works. We may be one in spirit, but we're not one person. We're not going to be the same in everything that we do. And we are still going to have different branches and different avenues of doing things and different ways in which we express ourselves and learn about ourselves and continue to grow while also growing together. And so I think that that's so cool that we're learning that now because that's going to be so applicable in the future And we're going to have to remember this. I think that's also why I wanted to record today, because I would like to remember this for the future and to remember that my husband is not going to be the person who completes me. He's not going to be the person who is just so similar to me, has everything in common with me. He's not going to be that person. He's going to be somebody who challenges me, but who also comforts me, somebody who grows with me. And I find that in every relationship that is a god-given relationship whether it's friendships whether it's you know like the family that you're in and stuff like that like every relationship that is god-given is a relationship where you are challenged but you are also comforted like we kamari and i challenge each other so much because we have such different views and such different perspectives and such different ways of doing things but we are still, like, we still have those core values intact, but we are also very different, very unique. And so we challenge each other a lot, especially since a lot of our, um, <laughs> a lot of our, like, views are directly opposite. And it's, like, we still, like, accommodate for each other and we still, like, respect each other's views. But it's, like, sometimes, like, the the things that she likes or the ways that she likes doing things is directly opposite from the way that I like doing things And so it's kind of crazy because it's like (laughs) it's kind of funny because like that's just it it just shows like, wow, okay God put us here to challenge each other. Like, for example, Kamari hates being told about herself. Like she doesn't like when people tell her about herself, Um, whereas me, I'm a person who naturally does that. Like I naturally tell people about themselves, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Um, And I I'm very honest in that way. And so that has been a point of challenge for her because now she has to learn how to be able to receive that in a way that is not like that in a way that is not her saying, oh, like she doesn't like me or she's doing this from a place of like anger or something like that. Like she knows she's learning basically she's learning that I am doing this out of a place of love. But then it's also a challenge for me because then now I have to make sure that every time that I'm saying something, it is out of a place of love because I don't want and I haven't done this with her yet. But I have done this with other people just because I've known them longer, Um, (laughs) like my siblings, where I will say a lot of things, uh, be honest and frank about a lot of things, but not out of a place of love. And so that is a challenge for me to make sure that what I'm saying, even though it may be honest, it needs to be out of a place of love. And so I think that's really cool that we challenge each other in that way, but we also comfort each other and that we know that even though we are going through something difficult, we know that we're going to go through it together. And so that is a comfort already in and of itself, that even when we're facing these challenges, both individually and together, we are able to comfort each other because it, it's like that. And so I just think that's really cool. And then, yeah, after that, hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, we did a HelloFresh yesterday, which was really fun. I thought that was really cool. And then... Oh, let me just rant about the Bible Project. Okay. So that's pretty much all I have in my journal. I thought I wrote a lot. I thought I had, like, a lot more, like, bubbling up that I wanted to reflect on. But I really didn't. So (laughs) this is going to be kind of short. I mean... Oh, it's already 24 minutes. But let me rant about the Bible Project real quick. The Bible Project... Oh my gosh. So I was writing in my journal a few days ago. Let me find it so I can read exactly what I wrote. So I was writing in my journal a few days ago, basically like some ideas um, that I really liked. And so I'm just going to go ahead and read this today. I said, I realized this was, I wrote this on, I wrote this on the third. So like two days ago, I wrote this. I said, I also realized today that I love sharing God's truth with people. Like, not just sermons and messages, but giving people access to the living word so that they might be able to discover God's truth for themselves. And after reading Hearts of Fire, which is a book that I read a a few um, weeks ago, I said, It makes me want to make the Bible more accessible to all nations, languages, people, generations, and ages, because when people can read, they can grow. Reading is this unique act that causes us to tap into the life of another while simultaneously reflecting on our own lives. Reading provides us the chance to feel related to, to feel like people understand us and our struggles. Reading provides insight and wisdom and advice that grows us into who we're meant to be. Maybe that's why God gave us his written word and not just something passed down orally or visually, but in writing. And I think that's really cool. Um, And then I said, and yeah, I think one of my purposes may be to help make the word of God accessible to his people, regardless of language, cultural literacy or socioeconomic barriers. God's word is for God's people, and I want them to be able to access it, understand it, meditate on it, learn from it and grow because of it. And I'd be interested to see if the Bible Project has an aspect of their ministry that reflects this. And I'll continue giving to them because they are out here working so hard to spread God's truth through videos and podcasts and Bible plans. And it's wonderful. So basically on this day, I had this revelation and I was like, wow, I really do love God's word. And I really love the fact that God's word moves us in ways that teachers and preachers cannot move us like it just reaches a different place in us sometimes that preachers and teachers cannot reach and of course preachers and teachers are so necessary because that's how we learn but there's just something about God's word in and of itself that he teaches through it he is the ultimate teacher he teaches us through his word and so when people have access to that it allows them the opportunity to grow in a way that we probably would have never seen them grow before and I just think that's so powerful you know and One thing I was thinking about was basically how a lot of the times when I've grown in a specific way, it hasn't been from watching a video. It hasn't been from watching a pastor. A lot of times I I watch those things and I consume them and they're great for that moment, but I don't oftentimes remember them after a while. But I kid you not, I can remember the memories and the situations that I have tied to certain books, certain seasons when I read certain things. I can remember what I was going through or what I was feeling in those seasons and how I grew from that season and how that book has impacted me. But more in particular, the Bible. I mean, all of the things that I have read that are based on the Bible, books like Radiant and Fervent, which are based on like us growing in God's word um, and praying and learning more about ourselves as individuals and appreciating who God has made us as individuals. Uh, Those two books are by Priscilla Shire. And then other books like the magnolia story which i just recently read um that isn't directly about god but is about the life of people who are children of god and then reading little women where she incorporates so many different aspects of god's character and his nature in the book and just kind of describes this fictitious but also related on real life experiences life of people who are just trying to do right in the world and are trying to live in the will that God has called them to live in and so when I read books like that and things like that it gets me so excited because first of all I really love reading I am passionate about reading okay I love to read but it gets me excited because it makes me remember that like those situations and those times that I was first reading that book and how much it impacted me and I kid you not there's so many times where I have read a book and I've genuinely been changed as a result of reading that book and there's something about reading that it's like it's not like a video or a movie where you could just knock it out in two hours some books are like that but a lot of the really like good books that i've been reading they're always books that i have to read and reflect on day by day or week by week and with reading you can't directly compare yourself to those people always because you can't actually see them or see what they have you're reading words and so when you read words you kind of imagine in your own mind what it's like and therefore it's it's less of a comparison factor as if you're reading a if you uh, in comparisons if you're like watching a, a video so i'm making no sense right now but basically what i'm saying is like when i watch a video i am so quick to compare myself to the people in that video because i'm able to visually see what they are wearing, what they are doing, who they have in their life. And when I'm reading a book, I don't get that same visual representation of their lives. So I, in, uh, in and of myself, am um, I'm imagining this. I'm imagining these scenes and these scenarios. And so when I imagine it, it's less of a comparison factor for me because it's coming from my own creativity. It's coming from my own like visual imagery. And so I don't personally compare myself as heavily as i do when i see people on instagram or when i see people in youtube videos or in movies i don't as readily compare myself to them and so i think that that's so cool that reading does that reading is like a gateway and opening into your own life as well i think it's so cool that like we could be reading about someone else's life and understanding their story and learning from their story and applying that to our lives like that is so crazy that god created books to be like that and he created our minds to think let's write a book (laughs) you know what i mean and so i just think that that's amazing and i love the bible because the bible is this just comprehensive unit about the story of jesus and how he loves us but more than that it has so many different components and literary styles and aspects in it that really just it accommodates every reader like whether or not you are like, I mean, it just has everything. If you are super inquisitive and you really like seeking higher knowledge, you know, you can go read things like Ecclesiastes or you can read things like Proverbs and Psalms of Solomon, which are really deep and insightful and cause you to be provoked by these, uh, different things that are presented in the in the word of god and then if you're somebody who just prefers to read more simplistic things and to just you know see directly what they're saying and to learn from that you can read things like psalms or read things like uh from the gospel in the new testament and stuff like that and so it's just so many different literary components you have narratives you have um what's the other ones? <laughs> you have historical narratives, you have stories, you have parables, which are like fictional stories. You have uh, letters, which are like from Paul and from Peter and from all the other authors of those letters who are writing to different churches and writing to different people to explain the events that happened. You have just so many different ways that the authors wrote. You have so many different uh, allusions and literary elements like uh, figurative language and stuff like that, similes, metaphors, all of that. And I think it's just so beautiful, and it gets me so excited. And so I was right as I was writing this, I started realizing that I really have a passion to make God's word accessible to a lot of people. Hold on, I'm gonna get something to drink. <clears throat> Rushing, but yeah, I really do have a passion to make God's word accessible to people no matter if you are poor or rich or no matter if you have a different language or anything like that I just really want to make sure that people have access to God's word because there's so much transformation that happens in God's word in God's word and I think it's so beautiful and so yeah um so as I started thinking about that then we move on to yesterday I was looking up um the bible project's website and just kind of uh, like getting myself acquainted with the website and i realized how much resources they have like it was baffling how i was so speechless and i was so amazed and excited and happy all at the same time so basically the bible project i've been giving to them for a while And so I never really realized that there was like an option for you to log in. And so I always give to them, but I don't ever log in. And so I finally logged in. And I mean, you could do this whether you log in or don't log in. But when you log in, it kind of saves your like history of the things that you viewed and stuff like that. And so I went ahead and logged in and they have so many different resources that are available to people for free i mean you don't even have to pay anything you don't have to donate and then be access to all of this this is literally free access to the word of god and i think it's so beautiful they have this like place where you can just pull up the actual bible so you have access to the actual bible that is god's living word but then they also have videos that dive further into understanding uh, the word of god these videos reflect on different themes reflect on different um symbols on different books of the bible um it kind of give you a better understanding of what you're reading so you're not just reading just to read but you are actually understanding it now taking a step further in your understanding of god's word and then you also have on top of that um they have like these different um like Articles and blogs and stuff like that that really dive deep into understanding other elements that they don't necessarily cover in um, their videos. And then they have these different Bible plans that you can join and receive an email for, join that. They also have Bible studies where you can do this individually or with a group of people if you want to. And you can all receive this email each week um, that is like a different... Bible topic each week it comes with like an article uh scriptures to read and just like stuff to think about and then you just discuss that with your and it has discussion questions as well you discuss that with uh the people that you are in that Bible study with and I think that that's so cool because now you are allowing people to really like dive into the word of God like not just read it at surface level um uh, but to really dive into it and then they also have another um it's kind of like an article but it's like a it's like a it's kind of like an academic journal a little bit but it's like based on um, God's word and so I've read one of those before like on the tree of life they have different topics that they kind of dive deeper into and kind of flesh out a little bit more and I think that that is cool as well because it's so interesting to see like what God's word is in a deeper sense and people who have truly like studied and learned about God's word um it's really dope to see that and then they also have um this one resource it's like I forgot what it's called but they're like basically it's like a academic way of looking at God's word so you know how like they have like college courses that are like you know like bible college bible courses essentially it's like that but it's for free And so it's called something, it's called class something, but like Tim Mackey does it where he, and Tim Mackey is one of the creators of the Bible project, um, but he does these like little courses, um, and it's on the Bible. So it's basically like, you know, going to a Bible college or going, uh, to take Bible courses at, in college or in a university, except it's free and you're able to access this all for free. And then on top of that, you know, they they have their youtube channel where they do they put all their videos and stuff like that and they have notes from each video so you can look at those notes and really like reflect on them they have a lot of scripture references so like if they 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 write down what their script is and then you're able to actually see their script like the literal script from their video and see the references that they make and they put all the scriptures that you know you need to know so It's not like it's unsound. It's not like they're just getting up here and saying, oh, this is all da-da-da-da-da. They literally have God's word to back up what they're saying. And I think that that's so cool because it, it makes me feel like they're credible. Like, I've always known that they're credible. But, like, to see that and to see that they have no problem putting their exact script and the references of everything, of everywhere where they got that information from on there, like, that makes me feel like, okay, you guys are credible because you are not just giving us information you're actually giving us the places where we can dive in and look more for ourselves and so i thought i thought that was so cool and then they had different things on their website that just made me feel like god was answering that desire of my heart you know how i was talking about how i wanted to make god's word more accessible and how i wanted it to be something where people can truly access the word of god and another thing that i wanted was that i wanted not only just for it to be translated in different languages, but for the meaning and the emphasis and the expression to, like, be expressed in that language. So I didn't want it to just be like, oh, we're translating it word by word, but it's, like, just, you know, an English way of thinking. I want it to be, like, what that language is. For example, Spanish, I want it to be expressive in the Spanish language. I don't want it to just be an English way of thinking in the Spanish language. You know what I mean? And so that was cool because then I was reading um, about their different, like the different languages that they all like the different videos that they offer in different languages. And they have this one little like blurb where it says basically that they don't want to just translate it from English to that language. They want to actually get the expressive meaning behind that language and in that language, um, behind what they're doing. And so I thought that was so cool because they're literally working with people who are like, there. it's called like localization or something like that. Like people who are from there or who are very knowledgeable about that language and are able to help them create those videos. And so it even showed like this little process and it showed this little diagram of the process that they go through to get these videos, um, put out in a different language and I thought that was so cool because they're just so um they're so knowledgeable and there's so many resources on there and I also just love the bible project in general how open they are about everything like they not they're not like hiding any information like they just put everything out there open and honest and you just feel like you don't feel like you're being cheated you know what I mean like or you don't feel like there's like missing information or hidden information, you feel like you are truly learning right from the source. And I think that that's so, 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 so powerful. And so, anywho, that's it on my rants. Um, I wanted to possibly join in on something, but I think in this season that we're in, there's nothing to really join in on. Um, and so, I was like, you know, I'm just going to continue giving to them, but I'm not going to necessarily stress about, you know, oh, how can I do more? Like, I think giving to them is enough. And so um, I'm just going to continue giving to them. I might I don't know. I might up my giving as well. I think I think I'm feeling called to up my giving to them. Um, And yeah, and just continue to help them like do what they're doing, because what they're doing is so powerful and so amazing. And I also want to use a lot more of their resources to And learn more about God's word for myself and really dive into it uh, as a Bible study, not just like a like I think devotion is important. And I think like, you know, praying and like reading God's word in accordance with prayer and praise and stuff like that is so important. It's so vital because it really connects us with God. But I also want to dive into like being more knowledgeable about God, too, so I can know how to praise him and so I can know how to grow with him. Because I can't grow with a God whom I don't know, you know. And so I want to be able to study his word more. And I feel like the Bible Project does such a good job of providing resources on how to do that. That I really want to explore that and dive deep into that. So, yeah, that's it for my rant on the Bible Project. I think that's it for my reflection on yesterday. Um, And, yeah, I think that's it. (laughs) I feel pretty good. Now we're going to go throughout this day and do what needs to be done. So, Anywho, that's it. I hope you guys have a great day. Adios.